Hello, everyone. Uh, thanks for listening in today. This is the Emmanuel Podcast. I'm Pastor Brendan, and joining me today is Amy Team, who is our children's uh, coordinator for our children's ministry. And uh, this podcast exists to encourage us and all of you in two things we want to consider and chew on and meditate the Word of God, and we want to be able to apply that to our lives. So this month we are in the book of Proverbs. We're doing one proverb a day, and today we are looking at Proverbs chapter 22. So uh, we're going to go ahead and read that now. A good name is more desirable than great riches. To be esteemed is better than silver or gold. Rich and poor have this in common. The Lord is the maker of them all. The prudent see danger and take refuge, but the simple keep going and pay the penalty. Humility is the fear of the Lord. Its wages are riches and honor and life. In the paths of the wicked are snares and pitfalls, but those who would preserve their life stay far from them. Start children off the way they should go, and even when they are old, they will not turn from it. The rich, over, the rich rule over the poor, and the borrower is, safe, is a slave to the lender. Whoever sows injustice reaps calamity, and the rod they wield in fury will be broken. The generous will themselves be blessed, for they share the, their food with the poor. Drive out the mocker, and out goes strife. Quarrels and insults are ended. One who loves a pure heart and speaks with grace will have the king for a friend. The eyes of the Lord keep watch over knowledge, but he frustrates the words of the unfaithful. The sluggard says, there's a lion outside. I'll be killed in the public square. The mouth of an adulterous woman is a deep pit. A man who is under the Lord's wrath falls into it. Folly is bound up in the heart of a child, but the rod of discipline will drive it far away. One who oppresses the poor to increase his wealth and one who gives gifts to the rich both come to poverty. Pay attention and turn your ear to the sayings of the wise. Apply your heart to what I teach, for it is pleasing when you keep them in your heart and have all of them ready on your lips so that your trust may be in the Lord. I teach you today not... I teach you today, even you, have I not written 30 sayings for you, sayings of counsel and knowledge, teaching you to be honest and to speak the truth so that you bring back truthful, truthful reports to those you serve? Do not exploit the poor because they are poor, and do not crush the needy in court, for the Lord will take up their case and will exact life for life. Do not make friends with a hot-tempered person. Do not associate with one easily angered, or you may learn their ways and get yourself ensnared. Do not be one who shakes hands in pledge or puts up security for debts if you lack the means to pay. Your very bed will be snatched from under you. Do not move an ancient boundary stone set up by your ancestors. Do, not, do you see someone skilled in their work? They will serve before kings. They will not serve before officials of low rank. So today, uh, we have, as we were talking earlier, uh, our children's coordinator, uh, Amy. And uh, one of my roles here at Emmanuel is to be the youth pastor 
I'm the youth and worship pastor, but today we're going to be focusing, uh, we're going to be kind of biased. <laughs> we're going to be focusing in on youth and, and uh, children today. And so um, what were some of the things that were kind of humming for you uh, in, the, in the children's ministry uh, hat that you wear? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So uh, verse 6 in Proverbs 22 is one that we point to quite often whenever we're talking about bringing children up and it says start children off the way they should go and when they're old they will not turn from it and uh unfortunately with the proverbs we've talked about it's principles and not promises this is one this is maybe the biggest one that i wish wish that it was a promise right yeah that i could just count (laughs) on my children going the way that i i raised them to go but uh learning that they're their own people and making their own decisions is very difficult but at the same time this proverb tells us for the most part, our children are going to go the way that we send them off. Sure, yeah, yeah. and that's a great uh, point to make uh, because it's every parent's struggle. Yeah. You know, like as you're bringing up that child, you try to impart that wisdom to them and you try to bring them up in the way they should go, yeah. you know, in the ways yeah. of the Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, but but uh, it's not a guarantee that, that, yeah. that will take. Um, but principle-wise, I mean, like, like you were saying, like, statistically if you're bringing them up in the church Mm -hmm. they're much more likely to 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 remain Mm -hmm. in in the church as opposed to a child that is never exposed to church yeah absolutely and i think even if they kind of stray off in their younger adult years so often you see them come back whenever they're older and realize the value of of what they were brought up with yeah and sometimes it takes them to the point where they're they have children themselves (laughs) and they're like oh you know what i want my child to be brought up with these these uh principles and not just principles but in in a faith you know so Mm -hmm. um so yeah that unfortunately uh there are those those missed years but um you know uh, one of the things with youth ministry that we talk about is uh, the importance of of having multiple mentors in the mm-hmm. lives of kids, yeah. and with with the youth ministry um, hat that I'm that I'm wearing, you know, one of the things that's so important is statistically, if you want youth uh, to not fall off that cliff after high school and graduation, where they stop going to church for a long time, that one of the goals that they say is just statistically if they have at least five mentors apart from the youth pastor yeah. in the church mm-hmm. that are invested in their lives that they know that they can they can go to and have as spiritual leaders in their lives mm-hmm. then they're much less likely to to quit church yeah. after graduation that makes a lot of sense because i think about as as kids are going into adulthood and trying to find their own way they kind of want to break away from where their parents are and so if they're just focusing on, well, church is where my parents are, then that's a breakaway. But if they see yeah. other people who they want to emulate and become like, then that will encourage them to stay in that in that space. So I think that's good. Yeah, and furthermore, that's kind of a challenge to you, listener. If you're at a church <laughs> and you're an adult, and, uh, and you're, then you can be one of those five that help that student to stay mm-hmm. plugged into church. But, you know, so often we think, like, seniors, they don't have a role to play. They're not young and energetic and mm-hmm. can't play all the crazy games or whatever. But that's the furthest thing from the truth. Yeah. I remember when I was a youth, 
there was a, a couple of uh, uh, senior adults that, one, he, he was so excited that I played trumpet. <laughs> and, and whenever he would see me, he'd be like, oh, the next time you play the trumpet, you got to play, oh, when the saints, but, 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 you know, like he loved, he loved that song. And so, but, uh, but every time I saw him, he was so energetic and so happy to see me. And, and there were several um, um, senior adults that that were actually crucial in my spiritual formation when I was in youth group, yeah. uh, teaching Sunday school, even going on youth retreats. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, so do not think that age disqualifies you from hanging out with youth or children. Yeah, and I was thinking the same thing going down to the youth age kids is you know they can start now. We've got kids in our ministry that look up to them. We're down and, to the children, children's yeah, age. In, in yeah, in our children's yeah. age, yeah, yeah, the youth in our church can also be mentored oh, right. for those kids. I see what you're saying. And yeah. uh, so, like, there is no age limit all the way across. You exactly. Can, you can be investing in the lives of the people in the church no matter what age you are. And we have many of the youth serving and yeah. helping with children's worship or helping with parents' night out mm-hmm. and serving with the children's ministry. Yeah. So. And those kids definitely look up to them. Yeah. Um, what do you think about, you know, this idea of like, what are ways that we in our children's ministry are starting off? I know uh, starting these kids off in the way they should go. I know you're writing some children's curriculum that's really uh, been a, a wonderful thing for our, our church. Can you talk a little bit about that and how we're we're starting them <laughs> off in the way they should go? Yeah, here? definitely. I'm, I'm uh, working really hard to uh, make sure that our kids just know the basic stories of the Bible as they go through our ministry. Um, because I think as they get older and move into youth and then adult ministries, there's there's so much drawn from those just basic mm. stories of the Bible. Even even Christ looked back at those stories and, and used them to strengthen himself and, and his struggles. And so I think that there's just so much to learn from the highs and the lows of all of the heroes of our faith. And so uh, right now we're, we're studying David yeah. and talking about how he was anointed and then about to go to David and Goliath and his faith and seeing how he stumbled but also kept hold of his faith and repented and came back to God and was used in such a powerful way. Those stories just speak to us through all of history. And so I think that they're very, very valuable for kids to know as they come up in the church and start to think more theologically as they get older. Yeah, amen. And that's the cool thing about our children's ministry is they're in a three-year rotation with the the materials you're developing that they're really getting that foundational knowledge of the Bible so that they have that, so that when they get older and they start thinking more critically about like the not just the what's but the why's of their faith, yeah. then they can get to a deeper level of of the more... Uh, nuanced theology in their lives and in 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 youth group and and why they and how they can live out their faith in practical ways once they have that foundation they can go to that next level I yeah. love that and and that's uh, evident in our you know in our children as they're memorizing scripture mm-hmm. and, and getting that I mean that's another huge emphasis Absolutely. that we have yeah yeah definitely uh, using scripture as the foundation of our faith is uh, extremely important to me. Yeah, in this ministry. scripture memorization, yeah. exactly, mm-hmm. which kind of dovetails into uh, verse seventeen, where it says, "Pay attention and turn your ears to the say- turn your ear to the sayings of the wise. Apply your heart to what I teach, for it is pleasing when you keep them in your heart." 
and then have them ready at your lips. So that's like a, a beautiful way of kind of describing uh, scripture memorization too. Yeah. You can apply that there because it's saying apply your heart, not only, you know, a, taking this and keeping the scripture in your heart, as it says in 18, but have it ready on your lips, you know, to be ready to speak it kind of yeah. to yourself or right. to others. Yeah. And, and, you know, uh, it makes me think about also how the Holy Spirit, uh, when, when we emphasize uh, uh, scripture memorization in our lives, the Holy Spirit will bring that scripture up from our hearts, to, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. in, in the times that we need them during yeah. our lives, yeah. you know, uh, when, when we're going through difficulties or challenges or we have a, a tough decision to make and, and God can re, uh, remind us of those scriptures yeah. to, to help us in those times through his spirit. Yeah, so valuable. Yeah. There, was, there was one more thing that I had to point out because I learned it in my seminary class this year and it's it was probably the thing that struck me the most. We were talking about why we should trust scripture and uh, so we went to Timothy, and Paul was talking about how he was raised up by his mother and grandmother. And so when Paul wrote to Timothy about why he should trust the scriptures, it's Second uh, Timothy 3, uh, starts in verse 14. It says, But as for you, continue in what you have learned and have become convinced of, because you know those from whom you've learned it, and how from in- infancy you have known the holy scriptures and are able to make you wise for salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. And so the way that we teach children is their foundation of faith. Like That's right. It's been and and they talked about how this faith has been passed down since the apostles. People have been passing this faith down and we trust it because we trust the people who taught us. I trust my Sunday school teachers and my parents who brought me up in the faith and because I saw their faith and saw the way that they walked, uh, it allowed me to have the same faith and to be able to trust Jesus. And so I think that understanding that and seeing the value of pouring into our kids' lives and being those people that are passing that uh, legacy of faith down is just extremely important. Yeah, most definitely. And that's how Timothy's faith developed too. Like he... He was a second generation mm-hmm. Christian, yeah. and and because of the elders in his life, family members in his life, and and Paul all pouring into him, and that's really what we want to accomplish in our children and youth ministries mm-hmm. is having those mentors in place so that you know, like you were just quoting the scripture where it's like you know where this is coming from, yeah. and you know where this is, and and you know, and you trust those that are imparting this wisdom to you, and you know. Uh, that you can trust scripture, as you were just saying, which is also kind of uh, dovetails back to verse 19 mm-hmm. in in Proverbs 22. It says, so on all these things, all our children's ministry, all our youth ministry should be geared for this purpose is 19 so that their, their trust may be in the Lord. That's right. I teach you today, even you. And, and then he says, have I not written 30 sayings for you? He's like, have I not taught you all these things, all these sayings, yeah. you know, uh, sayings of counsel and knowledge and, and teaching you to be honest and speak the truth so that you go back, so that you bring back truth, truthful reports to those you serve. And that's our goal with children and youth here at Emmanuel is, and it should be, you know, working also hand in hand with parents too. Like, yeah. and we want to, we want to work even more with, with parents. So parents, if you're listening you know, come up and hassle us and say, hey, this is a way that we can partner together um, because Amy and I only get to see the students, you know, twice a week, yeah. possibly three times a week. 
um, if they're attending the Y on Sunday nights <laughs> and, and Wednesday nights with the youth and Sunday mornings. Um, but uh, but there's you know that's only a, a couple days a week. But you parents are with them all the time. So if you're a parent and you're listening, or a grandparent and you're listening, and you get to spend a lot of time with these students or, or children, um, we want to partner with you to help you to, and equip you so that uh, you can help teach these students. So again, verse 19 yeah. is the truth in their lives so that they put their trust in the Lord. Absolutely. Yeah, it can be really intimidating to think about like, I'm trying to push these kids in a certain direction and teach them all these things. Uh, but that's what you and I are here for. We're here to that's be right. that support and, and give the uh, instruction or encouragement or whatever you need to help you along with that. And so absolutely anything that you would like to talk about, we are here to uh, be that support for you. Yeah. And on that note, we should probably wrap up. Yeah, but, I know we're uh, going long today, aren't we? That's okay. <laughs> you know, we got kind of, we're cramming in children's youth ministry and and uh, youth ministry stuff together. So I think it's okay to have a yeah. little bit of a longer podcast. Absolutely. It's important stuff. Most definitely. But uh, we appreciate you all listening. And again, um, you can go through this proverb. And, and there's also tons of stuff in here there, that we didn't touch on yeah. that doesn't pertain to youth and ministry um, that you can you can look at as well. Um, but... Um, especially parents and, and grandparents, uh, we want to pray with you. We want to encourage you. We want to, we want to equip you. And, uh, and so um, we, we'd love to continue in working with you and, uh, again, for that end goal so that these students and children uh, put their trust in the Lord Jesus Christ. Absolutely. All right. Well, we'll see you guys next time we won't see you but we'll we'll uh, talk to you next time yes have a good right. day bye